Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. Ham Sandwich. And today it is episode 22 of Transformers Armada. It is Vow. This episode was written by Akira Okea, and the last time on Transformers Armada, Megatron had the Star Saber and the Boom Boom Shield at his disposal, <laughs> but still lost to the Autobots and then ran away. And in this episode, we open with the same thing, Megatron and the Boom Boom Shield. Yep, but uh, it's basically just a whole recap of what happened last time, and yeah, once flashback. that's over, we're in the cave outside the Autobot base, and the kids want to know why the Autobots are being so secretive about where weapons like the Star Saber and the Sky Boom Shield come from. They come from Minicons. <laughs> they come from where all the minicons came from but we don't know it whatever this this is actually kind of weird because they want to go to the base but then uh hotshot and blur won't let them in and optimus comes out and says oh it's too dangerous for you kids and you you can't come in and i never uh, i throughout this entire episode i never figured out why no they never get to it (laughs) but uh he comes out tells them to scram and we get our opening When we come back, we're on the moon, and Megatron has taken all the Minicons along with whatever he's off to do, but I guess he's just staying here, because it's time for another training simulation. <laughs> this training simulation is, I mean, it's just Optimus standing there, a hologram of Optimus yes. standing there. And Megatron, <laughs> like, yeah, when you said he gets the Minicons, like, they basically just stick to his shoulders and his shins. Yeah, it kind of looks a bit like Menasaur, with, like, these cars stuck to his legs. <laughs> yes, which, now that opens the debate, is Menasaur really a combiner, or is it, uh... Just, um... Motormaster, but the other guy stuck to him. Four others, yeah. (laughs) But either way, Megatron transforms his Gatling gun out, blast mode, I think he calls it, and he just fucking lights this hologram up, but then something shoots back at him. And it's sideways. Which makes sense, because sideways says, hey, just want to let you know there's going to be other Autobots at your next fight firing at you. And yeah, Megatron's entire, I'm making quote signs here, dear listeners, training exercise was shooting at a hologram that didn't fight back. Yeah, it just stands there. But yeah, Megatron tells Sideways to piss off, and he gets back to explaining his plan to the Minicons, and they're going to, uh, the Minicons are going to disrupt Autobot communications. That's their part of the plan. And back at Optimus HQ, the Autobots plan their attack on, like, a holo table. It's got holograms. Um, and basically, the whole plan that they figured out on this attack they're going to throw at the Decepticons is that Smokescreen will stay in the rear and carry the Boom Boom Shield, and then he'll hand it to somebody else at some point. Yeah, it's like the coach explaining a football play, and it, it just goes on and on and on but yeah essentially smokescreen's the one they have to protect because if he goes down the whole plan goes to shit but now high wire grindor and sure shock are here and sure shock wants to know why they aren't coming with and optimus says oh it's too risky for you to come along and do something useful like link up with us and give us more power to fight the decepticons <laughs> yeah. like, like, why would you leave them oh it does matter oh also for some reason nobody doubts or everybody doubts uh smokescreen oh you better be able to pull this one off yeah i'm sure i can i'm sure i can all right okay cool bye all right cool cool. (laughs) but yeah we then go to the kids and they're just wandering through the woods expositing yeah they're annoyed with the autobots and red and alexis think they must have their reasons but then their minicons run up to them in broad daylight but i guess they are in the middle of the woods and uh sure shock R2-D2 something, and Rad translates it, even though it's Alexis's buddy, but uh, 
The Autobot Minicons apparently got a transmission from the Decepticon Minicons on the moon. And then, knowing that Rad just understood what Shershock said to him, instead of asking, <laughs> what was the message, all the kids start assuming the Minicons want world peace. Yep, they're, they want to join up with their buddies down here on Earth and help them, just like the other day when the Sky Boom Shield Minicons defended Sparkplug from Megatron and... Back on the moon, the Megatron asks his Minicons if they got their signal through, and I guess they did. And so, back so on yeah, Earth, but wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So does that mean that Megatron wanted his Minicons to send that message to the Autobot Minicon? Like, at this point, I thought, oh, it's all a setup. He's, But it kind of is, but then it isn't. And this, well, whatever. Yeah. I'm not, like not going to try to make sense. He told them to disrupt their communications, didn't he? But yeah, either way. Back with the kids, now they're running for a warp gate. I guess so. Uh, this made that this and... made no sense to me. So yeah, they're running for a warp gate, and I'm like, well, that would be at the base with Optimus, where Rad and Fred head off to to try to warn Optimus of the thing they've already warned him of. <laughs> yes. And uh, back on the moon, Megatron and his Minicons warp out, and he's going to serve as a distraction for the Autobots. And as soon as he's gone, Cyclonus and Starscream just start ripping on him, and they get. <laughs> it's not a close up, but it, it does stop on sideways. And he just kind of chuckles, like, this guy's up to something. Like, oh, he is. And I do like that there was a bit... Something's coming. Yeah, yeah. And I do like that there was a bit where Demolisher says, oh, finally, Megatron's actually going to do something himself. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Rad and Fred, they, you know, knock on the door. Okay, this was a moment where I realized that while Fred gives me a laugh most episodes, and there were a couple lines here where he's like, yeah, let's go get sandwiches, or, yeah. you know, there was all that stuff. I, I've come to realize that every single thing he says is a whine. Always <laughs> yes. comes out as a whine. <laughs> Why aren't you answering? It's me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. He's like just beating his hand against solid rock, knocking on this thing. So yeah, every hit bone in his hand is broken. But <laughs> while he's doing that, though, Rad just pulls out laser beak and immediately contacts Optimus, who immediately comes outside. So what, he was just... Standing there on the other side of the door. Yeah, listen to them knock. But anyway, he's like, hey, the thing with the Minicons, they weren't world peace. And he's like, yeah, leave it to us. And then we go to the kids and they reach what they say was the location of the warp gate, but it's just an empty clearing in the woods. I can fooze. <laughs> but I guess it is the spot because three Decepticon Minicons appear in front of them and then just teleport away and now optimus is just suddenly here so i guess he must have teleported in too and he tells them to get the hell home yesterday but now megatron is here oh and also rad and fred are are uh, here you know what this feels like? It feels like this was a story of, oh, hey, we've got reports of this weird warp um, an anomaly, right? Yeah, like a warp like, gate lines crossed or something. And if, because what happens is if you go to this spot, you're going to warp away. That was the thing in Beast Wars, wasn't it? Where the two things started interfering with each other. Like the one where I think Cheetor or Rattrap, one of them got teleported to the other ship, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I it was, now. it was kind of this premise of uh, the Thor dark, whatever, the second Thor movie too. It's, I mean, it, it's a, you know. No, it's a, a trope in sci-fi, but uh, the, yeah, there's a hidden warp gate or whatever, and uh, all the Autobots run towards this warp gate one after another saying, hey, yes. wait, go, don't stop. Oh, I'll get you. And it's like <laughs> one goes there and warps away, and then the other says, hey, wait, and runs to the same spot and warps away and repeat. Yep, and the only one with enough common sense to stay back is Red Alert, I guess, because he doesn't get teleported anywhere. But back on the moon, Demolisher just starts freaking out because he doesn't know where Megatron teleported to, and the other Decepticon Decepticons are like, who cares? He's gone. Like, it's fine. Uh, and anyway, we get we eventually we get to a commercial break in here, and it, it was weird because.
because there was a lot of just dialogue that came in that wasn't important. Uh, but when we come back, Optimus, Hotshot Blur, Smokescreen, all poorly drawn, I will say. Yeah. Um, and Rad and Fred arrive in a different forest. Yep. They're somewhere else in the woods and Megatron shoots at them a few times, but then he teleports away again. And then Optimus and Hotshot get teleported away with Rad and Fred. And now Hotshot is trapped in the Arctic. Yeah. But I guess. It, when at the Arctic, like... Optimus teleported in, goes away, and then Hotshot. And again, it feels like the warp gates were mixed up, and this is the story. And they've—I don't know what the story is right now. I honestly do not know what the narrative of this episode is. But either way, the boys now reappear on a ledge on the side of a cliff, which immediately collapses. But before we get a cave in, Optimus grabs them, and he starts with the "I told you so's." And so we uh, no no no. In. We we got an avalanche there for sure. <laughs> it just wasn't deadly. Um, <laughs> And then we have one of these great bits where Fred's like, why can't you all just get along? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Fred just can't believe this shit. Why can't we all get along and give peace a chance and all this shit? But and Optimus is like, look, man, it's not that simple. Some of these minicons want to work for Megatron. Some of them actually look up to him. Yeah, basically Optimus says, you know what? You're too young to understand. Shut up. Um, <laughs> and then they warp away again to like an abandoned farm. It looked like the farm from Confrontation. Yeah, because I put it down. It's the village in Resident Evil 4 again. Again, but again, this time yeah. Megatron isn't in the barn. He's just standing there. But then he teleports away again. And I'm thinking, why does he keep changing spots? But now they're out in the middle of the desert. Yeah, because reasons. Um, and th there was a weird bit here where Megatron, like, he has to warn the Minicons. Hey, don't you dare desert me. I'm going to you know, rule the world. Yep. You try to escape, there's going to be hell to pay. And Optimus and the boys appear nearby and Optimus realizes, oh, it's the old divide and conquer bit again, because now the Autobots are all over the place. And oh, look there, Megatron's Minicon troops are all set to bend us into pretzels. And well, it was nice knowing you kids, but we're going to die. Yeah, this, this was the part where I was thinking, okay, so that was the plan. That's this narrative of the story is, okay, break up, split up the Autobots and then take Optimus on one-on-one -on -one and you get all the Minicons. That would make sense if this warp gate chaos and nonsense was at all established but yeah it's just it just happens anyway um then um rad and Opt rad and fred try to tell optimus again that the minicons want peace and optimus is like fuck that shit and opens fire yeah and optimus starts shooting back but all either side can hit is sand and while we hear the sounds of constant gunfire fred and red spend like the next Seven hours. Like, it just goes on, pleading with Optimus, who's just standing there. He's not shooting anymore, but you can hear all the minicons shooting at him. But, uh, yeah, they're just trying to join their buddies, and all they want is peace, and why won't you listen to us? Yeah, and then he, he basically says, get out of here. And then we cut to Optimus just slowly walking towards the minicons, taking... I mean, he gets hit a few times where it looks like damage. Once in the knee, yeah. he takes an arrow to the knee. Yep, that's uh, why he's once not in the shoulder. Wind helm, yeah. And uh, I, but but on the whole, <laughs> it doesn't affect him. I had a mod on Xbox Skyrim where if a guard said that fucking line, he'd get struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's just advancing, and the guy with the piano is here now. And Megatron calls Optimus on not fighting back because he's soft. Megatron goes to attack him with the Star Saber, and then. There was a couple weird cutaways with Alexis calling Rad and saying, oh, hey, we uh, we figured something out. And then Demolisher said something. I kind of zoned out. And then the <laughs> Minicons turn on Megatron. Yeah, they turn on him and start shooting, but they give up pretty fast and run for it. I mean, it is Megatron. Like, what are you going to do? And Optimus starts shooting, but Megatron blocks that with the Star Saber. But now the rest of the Autobots trans warp in. 
And this is when the plan actually pays off. Smokescreen has the Boom Boom shield and he throws it to Hotshot who runs at Megatron. And before he can hit Megatron, Megatron warps away. Yeah, well, he tries using the shield as if the shield were the weapon and the sword were the thing you blocked the shield with. It was kind of weird. But yeah, the Demolisher gets a lock of Megatron. He's out of here. But uh, now at the Autobot base, Red Alert, he's fixing Optimus' knee up and then he explains that when the Star Saber and the Sky Boom shield smashed into each other the other day, I guess, he got a signal that the Minicons didn't want to fight. Oh, no. Or something like Paul, it wasn't a si- signal. It was the screams of the Minicons. The collective <laughs> screams of the Minicons is but what he if says. They told them they don't want to fight. Jesus. What was all this about? Oh, they want to serve Megatron. They woke up to him. Yeah. Oh, my God. oh, yeah. Because when he wakes up, like, he, you know, he's being repaired, and they're like, hey, okay, you must have believed us. He says, of course I did the entire time. What kind of leader would I be if I didn't listen to my bestest friends? And it's like, dude, you did not believe them the entire time. You believed them, like, four, you started believing them 40 seconds ago. But now their mission is to catch them all. I mean, liberate them all. And uh, <laughs> Red Alert hopes the kids are still willing to help them. And then Rad talks for the rest of the night. Red and Red tell Optimus to stop shooting because there's no way the Minicons are shooting at him intentionally, except, yes, they fucking are. It wasn't what they wanted, but it's either they shoot Optimus or Megatron shoots them, so it's nothing personal, man. But now that you are, however unwillingly, yet very intentionally being shot at Optimus, you have a few options. You can fight back and destroy these guys before they destroy you. You could surrender, but, I mean, Megatron's just going to kill you anyway. Or you could shoot Megatron, which is what he ended up doing eventually. But why didn't he start with that? Megatron is 60 feet tall and just sitting there behind these guys that are as tall as 12-year-old kids. It's hardly a different difficult shot. Even if it doesn't take him down, at the very least you got him by surprise and made it loud and clear to the Minicons, you're not their enemy. And do it before one of them shoots you in the fucking knee. And what's the point of telling Rad and Fred to run? You're in the desert, stupid. Where are they gonna go? They're going to go die of dehydration and sunstroke. That's where they're gonna <laughs> Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Dip Pickers Podcast Show. The episode we watched was Vow. Paul, be honest with me. Give me your vow of truth. I got nothing. What do you think of this one? <laughs> uh, it was okay. It was okay. And like the reasons they tried to keep the kids out of this one aren't really explained, but at least they tried to keep the kids out of this one, but they fucking got in anyway. So I appreciate them for trying. Yeah, honestly, it, it just left me with more questions than I had. Like, why did Optimus refuse to listen to the kids until he suddenly believed them? Yeah. <laughs> what was the deal with the constant warping? Who can and cannot understand the mini cons? Yeah. Why isn't Rad dead yet? <laughs> the big questions. <laughs> And well, it's mostly the kids are just Rad and Fred for most of the episode. And it, it, despite his whining, I would say Fred, well, it's probably Alexis, but Fred is probably the kid that annoys me the least. I'm kind to, of to on board honest. with you. And I, I think like Alexis is a close second. Rad is the worst. Rad, Rad and Vaughn, <laughs> whatever. Um, you know, I, I kind of agree with what you said at the beginning is that like this was an overall okay episode. It just kind of... This really feels like it's not a good episode or not a great episode because of the translator. Yeah, something is missing. Yeah, it really feels like the original, what we're seeing, the actions we're seeing and the lines we're hearing just don't line up. No. 
The next episode Paul and I are going to review is Rebellion. If you want to see a couple rebels, you Rebel, look rebel. somewhere else. But if you want to see a couple nerds, you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at person one Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to David Bowie with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Well, it was nice knowing you kids, but we're going to die.